0: I'm Mel Stewart and this is the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today, someone I haven't interviewed and I've wanted to interview. I'm excited about this interview. We're talking to three-time world champion, two-time Olympic champion, and team speedo athlete, Zach Apple. What's
1: up, buddy? Not much, man. Glad to be on. I'm a
0: Reminder on your nickname, Zapple, which sounds like a very organic thing. That's what people call you. Like, hey man, Zapple. But I I personally, after as as we arrive right now in this interview at this moment in history, you know, we're not post-pandemic, but we're in the, we're hopefully we're in the last part of the pandemic. Coming off of your Olympic Games, coming off some great swims, you know, in 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 this last quad. I think you should be the rock of Gibraltar. (laughs) You're the you're the anchor man that keeps throwing down those 46s and and from from a fan standpoint, that that makes for Team USA. It makes me feel relieved because I think there was always a question of, you know, who's going to assume that 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 mantle of Nathan Adrian, and it looks like yeah. you filled that spot. Is it is that a fair statement?
1: Yeah, uh, it's definitely something that a spot that I want to be in, and a spot that I I don't take lightly. And um, <clears throat> you know, there was kind of a toss up in, in 2019 of like who was going to be on that relay, and it was it was truly a toss up. Um, uh, between Nathan and I and uh, they put Nathan on on the four medley and uh, obviously we went on to lose not not because of Nathan or anything like that um, but it was definitely something that I, I uh, wanted to be going into the Olympics and I uh, was happy to, to fill that role and and kind of perform for the team
0: Um, it's a uh, we're going to unpack that we're gonna we're gonna go through that. I want I want I'd like to do I'd, I'd like to do an Apple history um, review because yeah. it's it, 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 your 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 trajectory is so exciting. It it feels it just feels so entrepreneurial and American, the American dream. It's it's um, I love it. But just just for folks listening out there, we're, we are gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Olympic Games and, and Zach had an extraordinary dramatic Olympic Games. Um, of course, you know two goals and then the the four by two. He had a, he had a really tough swim. I'm sure it was a character building swim, yeah. um, and a, a tough swim coming off of, off, you know, it was a double form, but we're going to unpack that too. And we're going to, we're going to get excruci- excruciatingly painful with it. Well, <laughs> he has to, he ha- we're going to have to get all the marrow out of that moment, but let's take it back. Let's go back to Western Kentucky. Why did you, com- why did you commit to Western Kentucky?
1: Yeah. Um, so like my, my swimming journey, uh, is not quite yet, but like, uh you know one that usually everybody has where they start someone when they're six and kind of that's all they do their whole life um so i didn't start something until i was 16 really um and so i was fine uh going into my senior year i wasn't like you know this star recruit or anything um and so i took i took my five visits um to like all like mid major uh schools and then
0: where did you take where did you take them get it we got okay, to know uh
1: cleveland state um western kentucky oakland which is in michigan um queens the d2 school and then i did take an ohio state trip um and just because it was in in, in state and am kind of the home school uh, is it,
0: it, this is, this this wasn't cal stanford florida yeah. um yeah nc yeah, state yeah. you didn't you, you didn't do the interesting which, not. That, that's where I, you were uh,
1: i got i got turned away from a lot of schools when i first was going through the recruiting stuff um and so took took my five trips and uh when I was at West Kentucky, that's when Claire was still there, Donahue. Um, and so she was training there and she uh on my trip, she brought like her medal in and uh her gold medal from 12. And that was like a cool moment to to have. And I was like, all right, these like they know what they're doing. They've had like they have an Olympian uh, you know, currently kind of still training at that time. And uh so it was like felt like that was the place I was gonna be able to do it. Um, and, the, out of the options that i had
0: Be- beautiful place but it's um you know you, you can friend you 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 detail the history you tell me what happened because it you your your career is marked by drama so you, you impact the drama what happened there
1: with the western kentucky thing oh yeah yeah i i actually am not like don't have that much more information than than Swim Slam put out uh so so going through my senior year I'm, I'm doing dual enrollment classes at, uh, Miami, Ohio. Um, and so I'm, I'm sitting in an English class and, uh, we have like our commits and like a, a group meet together. And, uh, somebody sends a swim sign article in that says that they're suspending their program. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's like my, my, uh, my swimming future is going to be a little different. Luckily I had gotten like significantly better. I had huge time drops my senior year. Um, and so, Kind of redid the whole recruiting process in like four weeks. Um, drove down to, to Auburn and and kind of visited that campus, met the the staff, and and kind of just felt like it was a good fit.
0: No, it's a. Um, so I mean, it, it, kudos to to Hawk for stepping up. You know, so. it's um, it's it's a, I th- you know, he inherited a dynasty. And um, I, I think every coach on earth would like to be able to, I'm sorry if my eyes are bouncing all over the place. Oh, I'm, I'm, you, you have such a deep history. No, but you, you know, it's Hawk inherited a dynasty. It's a hard act to follow. Yeah. I think he had moments of success and moments of mastery, but ultimately for him, um, you know, it, it, we, we moved to another. It ended up, it ended up, it ended up, ended up going away. It, it, yeah. it, it, it took a bad turn. It took a bad mm-hmm. turn. But um, as, as if somebody who's an Olympic athlete, you know, an Olympic brother, I, I was hoping that he'd be successful because, and you know, I, I like seeing people with experience on the big stage, yeah. um, stepping into those coaching shoes. I think it's a unique perspective and, and unique mastery that you have when, when you're, you know, if you, if you, if you can be a successful coach and for you guys, for your, your experience for three years, it works. It's a, yeah. it's a perfect trajectory. Freshman year. You were a baby. You were oh, yeah. such a kid.
1: Yeah. I didn't make any finals my freshman year at NC's. Um, <clears throat> I think my highest finish was like 18th. I just missed the, I think it was actually the two free was my highest finish. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think Brett's Brett is an amazing coach. I just think there's so much more that goes into being a head coach of a university that is so much more than just being a swim coach. Um, and I think that's where where Brett struggled trying to, to do all, all the extra stuff that's not swimming related. Um, <clears throat> and obviously, the swimming part. I mean, he still has Bruno, and, and he had quite a quite a good pro group there um, while I was there. And so, he, your
0: experience your experience was good. And just for people listening out there, you were nineteenth in the fifth in the in the fifty free, twentieth okay. uh, in the two hundred free, there it is, okay, um, 30, 35th in the hundred free, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was uh, on the prelims but, relay. I think the prelims two free relay.
0: Yeah. Something, but, but you know, freshman year. You, yeah. I, I remember the picture. I remember seeing you and you were, you look like you look like you hadn't gone through maturity yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely was uh, a bit smaller and uh, not nearly nearly as, as knowledgeable about what I was doing. Uh actually that two free, I think I was in heat one uh, and the first year of the two free and, had a conversation with Tyler McGill um, who was on staff at that point as well. And he, we kind of like reworked my two free strategy, like 20 minutes before the race (laughs) and uh, it worked out pretty well, but yeah, it was just so much kind of deer in the headlights uh, at that point.
0: Sophomore year, but you, 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 the the trajectory you take it at Auburn and uh, Mm -hmm. you, you do this with Hawk and it's a, uh, your sophomore year, you sophomore to junior year, you 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 make a move this is a this is a breakthrough what what happened between your freshman and sophomore year that that puts you on this on this trajectory towards success
1: yeah so summer after freshman year was was 2016 trials uh i went i didn't make a semi or anything um like i went a little bit off best times i, had, I had kind of tapered to get cuts for the meet um and then went to trials and then went a little bit slower but still had a good experience um you know kind of the the end of the meet, they named the Olympic team and, you know, they parade them around, they come up out of the floor and you know this is your, your United States Olympic team. And I remember Brett made us all go to the, the last session to, to see, you know, the team get named and everything. And that was kind of a defining moment for me uh, sitting in the stands, watching like the team get named. I was like, not that anyone expected me to be on that team or anything. Um, but I was sitting in the stands, just kind of feeling like, you know, there was more to this, that I there more that I wanted out of, of the experience. And I didn't really want to, sit, want to sit in the stands. I wanted to be on, on teams. I wanted to, to know get named to that team and, and be on the, the deck kind of getting created around. And so that was just something that I kind of took into the next year, uh, into the end of sophomore year, um, that it was just like I wanted to be on a team the following year, uh, whether that be the WUGS team or the Worlds team or, or anything like that.
0: It's, uh, it's, it's important to see where you're supposed to be mm. it's important. It's, um, what was going through your mind? So, you know, kudos to call He made you go yeah. and see that moment. Um, and you're not there, you're not standing among those athletes. Um, but you want to be, yeah, that, that dream has to be there. Yeah, for sure. What's going through your head?
1: Um, you know, it just felt like, yeah, I just felt like I wanted I wanted more out of the experience of the, what I was getting, um, you know, not making even a semifinal. Um, and again, I don't think anyone really expected me to make a semifinal, um, or, or even be a slight contender. Um, but I just, I just knew that there was more, more in the sport for me to, to be able to accomplish. I just I felt, felt it in, in my bones. Um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
0: You've got to feel it. That moment was, uh, hopefully some neuroplasticity, some rewiring in your yeah. brain. It, it's, it's, I think you clearly, you, you were, you were doing the work sophomore year at, at Auburn, you had, uh, let's see here. You tied for fourth in the 50, yeah. 18, nine, seven, 12th uh, in the, in the 200 free 14th in the hundred free, um, you know, this, this was, a, this was a big step up. I feel like when, when, with, especially with, with, with men, something happens after that freshman year, it's like, a, yeah. a did you put on a lot of muscle mass? There seems like there's a lot of growth. There's a lot of development freshman to sophomore year. Was that your experience?
1: Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't, my, my weight didn't change very much. Um, I've kind of been a steady, steady, you know, just under 200, um, almost all the way, like since my freshman year. Um, but I feel like that's the, the distribute, the, the weight distribution has changed probably, um, a little more on the shoulders. Uh, and so, yeah, definitely, that was a year where I saw, saw a lot of growth, um, made big moves in the weight room for sure. Uh, PK was the or the weight coach there and that was always a good time, um, with him. And, uh, yeah, I think I earned the max number of all American honors you can in a, in a year for my sophomore year with, with the relays and the individuals. Um, and so, It was definitely a big year and in a kind of a good good spot to be in going into that summer. Um, You know, having your own best times and and kind of building that confidence into to the the world's trials.
0: Yeah, um, let me me, let's just stay with college because uh, you you you, the currently the the drama is in the college and you start with Western Kentucky and and you're moving in that direction at Auburn and it's uh, and no fault of yours because you're progressing by your junior year, you're third in the fifty free. Um, let's see here. Let's see. We had a successful third last campaign. You tied for fifth in the fifty. Yeah, third in the and, two. And um, let's see here. Two hundred. Two hundred free. What did you go? One thirty-one. One. Yeah. No, thirty-one-one. I think yeah, one thirty-one eighteen.
1: Yeah.
0: And your hundred free was a forty-one three-six. Yeah. So your your junior year, I feel like at a college when you're your junior junior, you start to feel a little bit like a man. Yeah. You know, you're you're freshman year, you're a deer in the headlights. Sophomore year, you have some you're, you're gaining some strength and know-how and the fear starts to slide off by your junior year you're starting to feel like I got this. Yeah. Is that a good representation of where you were in your head?
1: For sure. Um <clears throat> yeah, going into that that college season, I had made the world's team the pre- previous year. And so I felt pretty cemented and that I was able to compete with the the big dogs and, and all the the top guys. Um yeah, I remember the the two free. I was in between Blake and Townley. Um and Blake had just broken 130 for the first time, leading off the A3 relay two nights before. And so um yeah, I felt like, you know, I didn't feel like I was in a an intimidating spot. I felt like that's where I needed to be. Um, you know, that I felt comfortable racing those guys and being <clears throat> being part of that, that he and those kinds of kinds of races. Um yeah.
0: So, you find out that um, you have a lot of affection for Brett. That's clear in, in all your quotes yeah. and in, the, in, in, in your, your, what, what happened there. But, um, you, know, it, you know, after dealing what you dealt with, with with Western Kentucky, and then you get to your junior year, it's kind of a sacred moment moving into your senior year. He resigns. Um, yeah. You know, where were you? How did you find this out? What, when, and how did it affect you? It's, it, it seems like you handled it well, but it, it couldn't have been fun in the moment.
1: Yeah, certainly not. Um, Auburn was like, has a very special place in my heart. I love, I love, I love, love my time there. Um, the school is still feels like home to me. Um, and so <clears throat> Brett, Brett, like we have a meeting, Brett tells us he's like stepping down. And I was, I was true and like going to be true and true. Like I wanted to stay at Auburn. I wanted to finish out my senior year. Um, you know, that's where I, what I felt like my, they were my, that was my team. Those were my guys. Like I was ready to, to kind of, you know, finish it out. And so they start the, the university starts doing a head coach search. Um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm pretty fine with, with whatever happens there. I feel like I'm, I'm going to stay. Um, I feel confident that I can be successful with, with whoever they hire and, and whatever the staff is. <clears throat> and actually our, our weight coach, uh, PK Karkoska, who uh, we call him PK because he's a a place kicker at Auburn on the football team. And then he kind of, as soon as he graduated, stepped into the strength conditioning and kind of was the the swimming strength conditioning coach through that mid 2000s run with with the kind of legendary Auburn teams. And he had a meeting with me and was essentially saying it doesn't matter what the staff is, um, who they hire, whatever you you want to do um you know there's not really a whole lot of guys here trying to do what you're trying to do um with the guys there were i mean like i said they were my guys like that was my team i loved them but nobody else was was really trying to to succeed on the international stage um and so essentially he was he was telling me i needed to leave and for him to as somebody who had played football at auburn you know been there through the whole run um for him to kind of tell me, like, you might need to look look some other places if you, if you want to keep on this this path um, to kind of surround yourself with, with like-minded people who are trying to achieve similar things. Um, and so I kind of started to, to look around where I wanted to be. Uh, I knew if I, if I wanted to go to Florida, I was going to have to stay out a year. So I didn't really want to do that. Um, I, was, I, was, I was dating a girl at the time, so I didn't want to go to California. She so was too far away. Um, and so Indiana was kind of that nice, that nice middle ground where, and they, the team was on fire. Um, and it's just, they're still doing awesome. Uh, you know, Blake was there. Cody Zane was here at the time. Um, actually knighty who was, was killing it at the time. Uh, and so it just kind of felt like, like, all right, if I'm, if I'm going to do it, this is where I'm going to go. And, uh, and actually, Kurt Rand, who who is now on staff at UNC, but he was on staff at Auburn and he was moving to Indiana as well. So that made it a nice, um, comfortable transition. And so it just kind of was, was where the pieces fell and uh, it was a decision that was not easy. I had a, I had a meeting with the the Auburn team. Uh, I was the captain that year. And so I, I kind of had a meeting with the guys where I was like, I think the, you know, whoever they hire is going to do well. And, but I just don't think this is where I'm where, where I need to be in my career. And, uh, and they were all super supportive and that was a, that was a tough meeting though.
0: Yeah. It's, um, good for you. This is, uh, you're, you're making decisions that are hard decisions. And if we always have these crossroads in life where if, um, if you don't make the right one, it, it, it can domino something very, very special, uh, but Indiana felt like a logical move because it's just that that pro group was there. And if, you know, yeah. if, you're, if if you're, we're tracking through your NC2A experience um, you know, your meters, you're clearly a meter swimmer. You know, mm-hmm. we're watching it. We're watching the summertime going, this guy sits on top of the water. Uh, so yards to meters, you're definitely a meter swimmer. Yards to meters. I, you know, if I talk to some elites and say, Hey man, if you can, if you can't swim meters, are you a real swimmer? You can only <laughs> swim yards. What? What are you? You're a special animal. We love you. You're special. You got talent. But if you can't swim meters, <laughs> do you, does that does, it, does that hold space in your head?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's exactly like that, but but it's definitely where all the all the accolades come from is the the big pool. Um, it's kind of where where all the the fame and, and notoriety comes comes along and and the the big accomplishments and so. Yeah, it's definitely something that I always wanted to be be uh, good at and something that I, I kind of always focused on. Yeah,
0: you, you can um, you can hit it. You can slam in yards. But something happens in meters. Me, the, if something happens in the middle of the pool to, to 99% <laughs> of athletes. and uh, But I'm, here's my theory on this. I don't know if you've thought about it. This is my mm-hmm. theory. My theory is swimming is such a difficult sport, you need to experience shared pain and <laughs> – it, on the NC2A level, you're experiencing shared pain in the most fun way, the best possible way ever. Sure. And that just doesn't happen when we flip to long course. Yeah. And I think that we would retain a lot more talent if we had that experience through the long course season. What do you think?
1: Yeah, for sure. It definitely is uh, a very different uh, dynamic kind of because you're going into the the long course season, and you're you're just kind of swimming for yourself at that point. You don't have that that team behind you. I mean, your teammates are there most of the time, <clears throat> but I mean, some people go back home for for the summer seasons and, and whatnot. And so, it is definitely a little more more uh, you know lonesome. And uh, so, yeah, I definitely think that could be if we could somehow figure out how to get the, the NCAA to. I don't know, transfer over to the long course to, to get kids to take it more seriously.
0: Uh, yeah. You, you, got, you got to motivate college coaches to, to, to maybe, maybe, maybe there should be two seasons yeah. so it's going through the summertime, but then, then that takes away the co- college coaches got, they got to make their camp money too. They got to yeah, make that camp, true. they got to run that camp business, which I appreciate, Yeah, yeah. but it is what it is. You transfer to Indiana um, and uh, you know, you, 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 you make the tough call but it is, it is this, it is, you know, I don't want to say it's semi-pro, but you're, you're, you are dovetailing. You're making that segue into your professional life. Mm, yeah. And that had to be top of mind when, when you're, when you're dropping into a program like that, Ray Luz has created a very unique environment. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a collegiate team. That's, that's not Stanford or Cal to do as well as he's done.
1: yeah
0: it, That's impressive. And that, and to do it also with the, with this, the pro group that he's developed is, is pretty impressive. How was your experience there?
1: Yeah. Um, definitely it was like a long-term decision. Um, when I came, it was, it was a decision for my post-collegiate career. Um, certainly. Um, but it, it was, so I was kind of in the the pure sprint at Auburn, uh, with Brett and, uh, came up here and, and we, they definitely do, we definitely do a little more, a little more volume, uh, especially when I first got here, uh, Westfall is kind of who I trained mainly under Mike Westfall. And, uh, we were, we were hitting it pretty hard and, and that was a kind of a tough transition. Um, but I was like ready to one of the, one of my biggest strengths, I think, is, uh, kind of this blind faith in, in a, in a coach. Um, I don't ask questions. I mean, I, I do ask more questions, the, the older I get and the, the more knowledgeable I get. But uh, back in the day, I, I didn't really ask questions. I, I did what the coaches told me to. I, and I did it to a T I mean, I was, I was this yeah. I kind of said like a blind faith um, and, and that they were, they had what was best in mind for me. And so when I showed up, it was the same thing. I uh, was grinding out with, with the, the team and, and with Mike and, um yeah it was a transition but it was obviously one that they kind of paid off and, and it's worked out well let's
0: let's let's, uh, let's 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 step over to the long course career because it's um at world championships that was a that was a big that was a big moment it was a uh there was a whole lot going on there was sickness on the team um it it, it you know performances were, were all over the place um but if it, it but you did something very unique. This, I, f- I feel like this was a big breakthrough moment for you. Uh, when you, when you dropped the 46, Yeah. Uh, just in, in the four by one freestyle relay that, that had to be like, you had to be like, okay, I'm on what, what was going there? Was that expected?
1: Um, no. So I, I just, uh, I had gone straight from Lugs in Naples to, to camp in, um in Singapore. And then we went to Korea. <laughs> and so,
0: you needed more rest.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. And so i I did well at Wugs. I I went a, I went forty seven flat start for the first time at that meet. Um, and so, you know, I knew I was having a good summer. I was I was feeling good. Got to camp. Camp was going super well. I was, you know, almost feeling better as the camp went on, um, kind of progressing towards worlds. And then, yeah, we get to worlds. Uh, I can't remember what I split in prelims, 47, mid, whatever it was. Um, and so I was like, all right, sweet. That's like kind of right where I am. And and then at, at night, uh, the 46, eight was, yeah. I don't know if it was, I don't know if I knew I had it in me uh, at that time, but then once it happens, you know, it's like, all right, that's like, that's what I am now. That's, that's what we're doing. That's the the bar that I set for myself. And and uh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool, cool thing. I remember. I touched the wall and Blake's standing, you know, above me or no, no, no. Yeah. Blake's standing above me and he's just like going nuts. And I don't like know what's happening or whatever. I just swim off to the side and get out and watch Nathan uh, anchor and we win and whatever. And then we're walking, you know, walking off the pool deck and Blake's like, dude, you split 46, And I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's, that's nuts. All right, sweet. We're, we're, we're in it now. Let's go. Let's go.
0: I have something to say. Yeah, I just I just want to provide insight. Well, you know, and, and we should we should say, hey, you know, your team speedo athlete, you know, you you've got the you got the world championship medals, you got the Olympic medals. Now you, you you've checked this speedo box, and it's deserved. But we track, and that's the business of swimming. But we we track athletes, and we track like their engagement in the marketplace because we see it it's like it's like the matrix it's like watching the matrix across five computers news comes out and you see the audience gravitate towards certain personalities and and it's earned it's 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 earned but this summer was was you know in many ways it's like if, if it was a netflix series that you're going to binge watch that summer you had a starring role yeah. normally world university games not 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 a big traffic driver at SwimSwam. People yeah. check in. They They show the respect for that for for this for this event. But it's not it's not. This isn't a list. Yeah. But we got a lot of traction on it. We got a lot of traction because of a, you know you know because of your performance, and then to come off of that and go to World Championships. So what I'm saying is, your fan base they learned about you at the NC2A level, but you 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 gain the love in the summer of 19 that's that's hard. where the love came and it was a yeah. slow burn
1: <laughs> that's
0: fun yeah it's cool it's really it is cool, cool. it's
1: cool
0: and uh so let's let's move on to the four by two you, you, you put down a 146 you know here's a good question you, you split a 14603 but you can't fake meter swimming if you're if you're trying to pop if you're trying to pop a 200 meter freestyle 200 meter yeah. freestyle is it's more painful than the 200 meter butterfly 200 free if you swim it correctly sucks um you've got to be doing real work just out of curiosity you know what kind of base are you laying down to be able to pull off a one you know a one a one forty six zero three split
1: yeah um definitely like uh, at that time i was definitely doing uh, a more a higher volume um uh, kind of in the, in the earlier season um but it's funny enough um I don't know, this past, this past year, I kind of moved back into sprint group going into to the last summer. And then I, I went, uh, first best time in like three years in the two free. And so it's, it's, it feels like it, nothing makes sense, you know? And, uh, but I don't know. I think it's more of a, of a mindset thing where in training, I, I know that, you know, that I've, I've swam plenty of two frees and, and some hurt more than others. Um, and, and I know that, you know, I have to push push myself a little bit harder in, the, in those two hundred pace sets. Um, you know, especially in those in the long course ones, um, just so I can be ready for that.
0: Um, oftentimes, when you when you're benefiting from uh, your get home power, it's the it's the work you did the year before. Mm-hmm. Does that check out for you? Or the totality of the work you've done, you know, twenty four months ahead, yeah. and usually that that one year, you know, when you're rolling into the last six three months. You're like, wow, I'm not doing much work at all. <laughs> well, i am so much faster? I don't know. Does that check out for you?
1: Um, yeah, so so it was weird because, like, whatever the indie pro swim was the last meet before trials, and uh, I think I went <laughs> I swam terrible at that meet, so bad. I think I went like 153 in the two free, and so <laughs> but uh it's kind of back to that same thing that I touched on earlier, where it's just like I was just like trusting the trusting the process, knowing that you know, I'd put in the work, um, obviously it wasn't showing up in that moment, but it didn't really matter at the indie Pro Swim. Nobody really cares how you do there. Um, it matters when it, when it matters. And so, um, it wasn't like a, I mean, it obviously wasn't like pumps. You got 153, but I was, wasn't overly nervous about it either. I was like, ah, it is, it is what it is. It's a swim now. It's not, not the swim that I need to have in four weeks or whatever it was. So
0: I'm glad that didn't trip you out. Um, (laughs) but a 153, (laughs) Four weeks ahead does feel like somebody who's doing honest work, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're going 153, so that can mean two things that can mean you're not doing work or you've worked too much. And I, and clearly you, you had been doing some, you've been, your, your intensity had was there, (laughs) you were rewarded world championships, 2019. Um, we got to talk about that, that last medley relay anchor that was pretty eye popping. Um, yeah. This is uh, this this is one that goes down in the in the history books. Um, talk me through it. Talk me through that race.
1: Yeah. So, kind of leading into that was like the this whole debate about if they were to put me or Nathan on the relay, and the coaches were good about it. They talked to both of us, and Nathan's such a good guy, and I I I feel like he was from what the coaches told me, I didn't sit, I didn't have a conversation with Nathan about it, but they, he, Nathan was like, whatever you guys think is better. And that's what I was saying as well. I was like, whatever the staff thinks is, is going to be good. I think we're, we were pretty comparable. I mean, or, or, he has obviously a little bit more uh, experience in that spot, but um, you know, I, I, was, I was very open to, to either way. Um, they told me I was gonna be on the prelims. I was like, that's fine. I've have full confidence in Nathan. I think he'll, he'll get the job done obviously. And so I saw prelims sweet. We got a lane in the stands for finals watching. And, you know, I think there's just a lot of things that could have gone, gone better for the U S in that relay, Um, you know, definitely not on Nathan or on any one guy. Uh, It's, it's four guys for a reason. Um, But yeah, obviously like that's kind of our, our baby as the U S that four-monthly relay is, is one that we don't typically lose. And so, it definitely uh, a hurt a little bit sitting in the stands. It, man, I, I I feel way more nervous when I'm in the stands than when I'm behind the blocks because I have no control. It's such a, a helpless feeling watching watching a race um, from the stand, especially one that you know I kind of affects me as a as a prelim swimmer on the relay. Um, but yeah, obviously yeah. a bummer.
0: Yeah, as I'm as I was teeing this up, I got, I got I was looking at my notes and I had the years flipped the um the medley relay was we have to we have to address this nathan nathan was coming off of of uh cancer yeah and um and and made a herculean you know recovery and to and to step back on the world stage it's like in muscle memory and and grit It, it this this was um maybe not the best outcome for team usa maybe we should have gone we should have gone the Apple route
1: yeah, in
0: hindsight, but um, I understand after his long tenure uh, with Team USA why they would why they would go with with yeah. Nathan. And, but it was it was it was a pretty dramatic moment to see, and um, uh, yeah, that that was that was that was a tough one. That was a it tough was
1: one. It was the moment was one that I really carried into the next. Well, ended up being two years, but uh, that next year where I was like, you know, in the middle of a hard set, I would just think back to the city in the stands and then and watching us get second. And I'd be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be the guy or we're not going to lose. Like that's, that's, that's how kind of what I was thinking going through that, that season. And then obviously everything got canceled and, and it got pushed back another 12 months. And so <laughs> ended up being two years, but yeah, it was definitely one, a moment that I kind of held held close to me and, and kind of, when you get into that dark, dark place, uh, and training kind of pulled out, uh, for some extra motivation,
0: you know, we, we've kind of talked the pandemic to death, but, um, this it crystallized this moment for me and, uh, and, and unless you want to give it its due, but if you, it might be helpful just to crystallize it where, you know, where were you when you found out, okay, we're going to be pushed. This yeah. the Olympic trials are pushed because if you have so much emotional energy, you're so invested in this moment, in this trajectory, then it then you then you learn, oh my God, this is the third time this has happened to you. <laughs> it just occurred to me. Western Kentucky.
1: Yep.
0: Hawk walks in and says before your senior year he's gonna resign. He's got to resign. Um, then you roll into Olympics, your 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 Olympic moment when you're on, when things are clicking and uh, you're gonna be pushed a year. So you got experience with this, so you got some resolve with this. What I don't know, did it feel unfair? Or did you feel like I've done this before?
1: No. um, So it kind of like starts with NC's getting canceled. Um, I'm not that I'm in the NCA, but I'm swimming in Indiana, like training with its college team. NC's gets canceled. It's like, oh, all right. Then we like they shut down the pool. It's like, oh, well, like try to find another pool space. We're like go to a Y for a couple of days. All oh, the Y is shutting down. All right, well, we'll. Try and find some other, you know, pool space, um, and eventually, you know, we ran out of pool space. There was, there was, you're either driving to the north side of India every day for an hour and a half both ways, or you're you're not swimming. And, and so we're like kind of in this limbo, mm-hmm. and they make the the call that, um, uh, you know, the event going to get postponed. And I was like, all right, well, at least we're not going to be driving like at least there's, there's some finality to this at at the moment where we, we don't feel like really try and worry about making sure we're still in shape with, with no pool space. Um, and I was honestly kind of in a, in a, a bit of a rut in training where I was, I was swimming well at meets, you know, I was swimming really well, um, at at pro swims and stuff, but the day-to-day grind was, was kind of getting to me at this point. Um, I was, kind of in the second or what was that second year, second, third year of that, the little bit higher volume stuff. And man, it was, it was taking a toll on me. Um, so I wasn't really loving going to practice. I wasn't really, you know, I was excited for the summer, but the day-to-day was, was, was killing me. And so when they told us it was getting postponed, I was kind of like, I'm, I'm just taking some time and I'm not swimming. Um, I'm going to, so I actually, (laughs) really enjoyed that time uh it was kind of kind of needed um and so I ended up I I went on a lot of like hikes and stuff I got my dog uh in that time and so it was kind of a nice refresher honestly for me because I was in this this weird spot in training where I wasn't really feeling super motivated I, I remember I told Corey Chitwood that I would pay him if I could skip all the Friday afternoons until trials and and so, yeah, it ended up being kind of a, a breath of fresh air in a, in a weird way uh, for me.
0: That's, um, you know, I've, I've heard that from a few athletes. Not everybody. Yeah. Some people were. Some people. Yeah. So, yeah some folks were. You know, you are clearly so locked in. Yeah. And then the, the, and then it it's, it does something to your nervous system to have to go full breaks. Yeah. It's um, it's. That's not, that's not positive, but it's, it, but it, it sounds like, you know, there were a lot of young swimmers that benefited from this time. They got another year to develop. And it sounds yeah. to me like you've been on a hard burn for three, four years and you, you needed a mental break Yeah, and it worked. Your trials yeah. is fantastic. Let's talk, talk me through trials. All right. Let's go to Omaha.
1: Um, all right. So first day it's too free. Well, second, second day, but my first event is too free. Prelims go through um felt pretty controlled pretty good i think mean, i was like 12th into the final or into the semis um was happy with the, with the swim semis <laughs> let it rip um uh, go best time first first best time in the two free in like three years and <clears throat> i was like stoked about that um because i kind of thought my two free might have might suffer a little bit just because i i'd backed off the volume quite a bit that, that year going into the into trials and so wasn't really sure exactly how I was going to go. I thought I could be right around what my best time was, but to actually go at best time was, was super exciting. Uh, finals, a little bit slower, get fifth. Fifth is like probably safe on the team, but not guaranteed. And so I was like, all right, like feel good about it. Like probably on the team, but the hundred was what I was like gearing up for that, that whole year. I was, I knew the hundred is my bread and butter. I was what I was, you know, it's what I thought I had my best shot into make, make an individual so go through prelims and it just felt so easy. Like prelims just felt like it was, was, you know, nice controlled swim semis, put a little bit more on, um, you know, and then finals was, was go time. And yeah, obviously getting second is is a pretty cool, cool thing. And uh, super, super happy with it. And then went through the 50 and, my 50 isn't like my, my best event. And I was kind of checked out at that point. Uh, I, I had, I had kind of accomplished what I thought I was going to. And and so made semis and make the final, but I wasn't, wasn't too bummed about that. We,
0: we didn't even put the, we didn't even put the 50 in your bio. Sending, <laughs> your, your trials experience. It's like, it, it just, it's just too free. kind free. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Be, uh, to, to represent team USA, um, make the top two is you know first is first and second is last accepted in the big trials yeah uh and 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 swimming and swimming with 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 dressel dressel was grinning through the entire olympic trials
1: yeah
0: he touched the wall and grin but it's um it felt like you're right there in the pocket and you you looked fantastic take me to the olympic games it's a weird olympic games nobody's in the stands yep. talked to a lot of people about it some people were tripped out by it some people were like no or it, it's it's didn't matter um what was your experience um in terms of like knowing that you're going into this unique olympic games where there's no fans
1: yeah uh the fans thing didn't didn't really bother me at all um didn't make a difference one way or the other uh at camp um michael phelps kind of had a talk with us and he was like Asia is not usually very loud. anyways. (laughs) like the Asian community isn't one that really gets super hyped up and anything. So even if there are at this point, we didn't know if there were any fans or not. And uh, he was like, even if there are, I wouldn't expect this whole, you know, huge loud noise of of cheering and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the no fans thing was fine. I didn't care if you you can't get up to the the Olympic final without fans then you're probably probably in the wrong spot. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, it was good though. I was went through camp and I was feeling super good. Um, having a good time with the boys as per usual. And uh, yeah, got to the games, man. The, we were in a hotel for like 10 days before we got into the village and it was super weird. because they, we, they had us using like a service elevator because they didn't want us to like interact with the public <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So, but Get to the village, super good, super my room's awesome. It was me, Blake, Townley, and Caleb. So that was like a sweet room, super fun um to be with those guys. And yeah, so kicking off the meet with the, the four-free relay. Uh, you want to start start going through it?
0: I want you to go through it, man. I yeah, right. let's take here's the thing. Forget everybody else. We we know what happened. You anchored in a 46.6 <laughs> and you won yeah, gold. Yeah. First gold medal. And, 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 and this is a big moment, you know, this is uh, this, this is the bright lights, 500 million people are watching, yeah. um, you know, what was the, what was the, what was the feeling?
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it's, it's this moment that you, you dream of, um, you know, that, that you, you put in all these hours, all these years of work and to kind of have that come to fruition. And in, in, in this one moment uh, is pretty surreal um well yeah
0: i'll say this one some people win gold medals and 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 it's not a it's not so storybook it's you know they go to the olympics they win their first gold medal and it's it's complicated yours isn't complicated this first gold medal is pure it's pure gold it's pure it's done and and you know it's done with a monster leg on a relay the anchor leg so it's like the perfect this is the perfect moment you have for the rest of your life this is the moment you remember like you're the day you're gonna die, it's so gonna be in your right
1: noggin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome, um, and then to do it with with uh, Blake, who I train with every day, is awesome. And then, obviously, Caleb and I've gotten pretty close over the the past couple of years, just being on teams together, and so that was cool. And then Brooke, or er, and then Bo, uh, who I've got who was at auburn for a little bit so we kind of got connected through that uh training with gideon and and, uh so that was that was a cool group of guys to do it with um and to kind of experience it with um
0: you know do you have it's like look you know i'm anchoring this thing this is what i want to go did you have something penciled down
1: um no i didn't really have like a a goal split um obviously i wanted to be 46 and if i was was 46, you know, anything I would have been, wouldn't happy with it, but really, really it was more just about like putting the best foot, foot forward for the, for the guys and for, for the relay. Um, just making sure that we, we got, we got our hands on the wall first. Um, you know, if I had gone 47, two or whatever, and we, we still would have won. I don't know if it would have made it that much different. Um, but it was pretty cool being in the the, the mixed zone and, and having, uh, having the interviewer read off the splits and say six, six at the end was, was pretty sweet.
0: Sweet for sure, man. Talk me through the 100 free. Talk me through that experience because it butts up with the four by two and you have yeah. to, you have to give us a full unpacking in the four by two. Oh
1: yeah. Uh, it, was,
0: it looked painful, buddy. It looked painful.
1: Yeah, it, it sure was in, in more than one way. Uh, but <laughs> 100 free. So coming off the relay, I am obviously like living on cloud nine. I'm, in my mind, Caleb and I are about to go 1-2 and 9-3. I was... I mean, that's how I was feeling about it. We're, and, I, and I wasn't quite sure Caleb was going to win. Um, and so... Going through it, prelims felt fine. Um, not quite as smooth as I wanted it to be, but made it through what's all that matters, like, whatever. Moving on. Simis, obviously get whatever I finished 11th or whatever, missed the final. Um, didn't feel great, but... I was like pretty, pretty quickly over it. I didn't really, you know, I had a, a, a relay to get to get going for. And that's, that was like, these guys need me more than whatever this, whatever just happened in this hundred free it doesn't really matter. It's over now. Like it's nothing I'm going to change about it. <clears throat> so, you know, quickly get back down to the, the warm warm down pool, get through a good warm down, you know, get the suit off, relax for a little bit, had plenty of time, new suit on, go through a little bit of pace, pace goes good. Sweet, we're feeling good. Uh, go to the, you know, go through the race. Obviously, the race does not go well. Um, uh, man, I can't really <laughs> explain a much worse feeling than, uh, than, than a fourth place finish, and especially when I think it might have been my my worst, my worst two free, maybe in in three or four years um, at, at a at a shaved taper meet, and so. Yeah, it's a – it's a go ahead. It was a 147.3. Yeah. yeah and I couldn't have kind of told you what the split was because yeah.
0: – I'm sorry, did you want to block it? Were you trying to block <laughs> it and you're, and you're trying to erase that from your memory?
1: You
0: know, let's did, – did you – yeah, you can't ruminate over a lot of things when you're in that eight-day dramatic yeah. run at the Olympic Games. You've got to recover fast and move on. But what people don't think about is that um, you're coming off this emotional high of of yeah. going a forty six six and winning a gold medal, then going through your hundred, and it, the Olympics drains you so badly. You just your power, your power, just is like ooh down. Yeah. Um, so when I saw that four by two, I was thinking, man. I was immediately thinking about that 46 anchor on the, on, you know, winning a first gold medal and then going through the hundred freeze. It's the totality of all that. And then you, then you got to step up for a four by two. And to me, that was, that's, to me that that's what happened on the back half of your, of your your two split Uh,
1: in the moment. It it didn't make much sense to me because I was, I was feeling so good in in camp. My like, all I can was killing these 200 pace sets Um you know, I was gearing up for this relay. I swam, obviously swam better than I was at trials, go 46.6. And I was like, dude, why is this like half? Like, why am I, why did this happen? Like I couldn't figure it out in the moment, but I think it is exactly what you're talking about. You know, I, nobody prepares you for this huge emotional high that you're going to, that you're going to be on when you, we win a gold medal. And, and especially in, a, in the fashion that we did um, and how well I swam and, I think I just rode that high for, you know, the 36 hours after that relay that led right into the, the prelims of the 100 free. And it's obviously a learning moment and something that that I'll take into the next, you know, world championships. And then hopefully one of the games, um, you know, in 24, but it's, you know, hopefully it won't be quite as emotional. It won't be the first one. Uh, it won't be, but also I'll, I'll know that, Hey, it's, it's, it's done, you know, figure out how to just get, get past it, uh, which, which sounds bad, but it's just what you have to do in in the moment to to be able to perform, especially when you have more races coming up. Um, and so, you know, it's definitely a learning experience, something that that obviously, uh, didn't feel great in the moment. And, uh, but yeah, definitely learned from it.
0: Definitely. And what's going on for, for if you're an athlete and you're out there and your dream is to go and compete at the Olympic games, what, what this, what it really is. Is it a massive, you have a great moment. You don't even have to be in, in a position of of of, of zapple and, and go 46-6 and win your first gold medal on you know anchoring a relay for team USA. Yeah. You can just be at the Olympics and you're always getting a dopamine dump because you're living in this city of your peers and your you, the whole world's focused on you. But yeah, your dopamine just gets tapped over and over and you get yeah. exhausted. So that four by two kind of made sense, but I can tell you this: I my phone was blowing up with with text messages from from Olympic medalists going back to the nineteen fifties, going, "What happened on that four by two? They were yeah. they were so everybody was was emotional and and upset in the moment. But yeah, uh, right did you? So in in, in ninety two, I swam the four by two, and we um, our coach Eddie Reese at the time he was our Olympic coach. He says, okay. "Don't over swim that first one hundred meters." And, uh he goes you're hyped up because you should be able to just cruise through yeah. and build that entire 200 and um it's a did would did would that have been good advice before the 4x2 would it have made a difference
1: yeah uh, it's hard to say um you know that that is something that that, that Troy loves to tell us as well especially going into that 4x two I feel like every time I've been on it Troy has come up to us and said hey, remember it's it's a 200 knot <laughs> you, you got you got time to to kind of build into it and so yeah I don't know if it would have made a difference or not um just kind of like what we just touched on like I think I was just like so shot emotionally and then and, and mentally um and then which in turn just kind of killed you physically um just from that that high that I let myself ride for 36 48 hours after the the, re, the fourth relay
0: I'm gonna. I'll say one more thing. Yeah. Then we're gonna move on. Um. In a weird way, I actually like when we have moments like this. I think that if you know, especially if it's coupled with a lot of success, but if you have a moment and it's a real stinker, it's a real like, who that shouldn't have gone that way. Yeah. It creates drama because uh, that's that's gonna to have to be. There's gonna to have to be a correction in the future, For and sure. um. And, uh, we, we like the highs and the lows and man, you started off high, you dipped low and then you finished on a very big high. Uh, talk me through the lane one barn burning closer, the four by one medley.
1: Yeah. So four by two happens, uh, the next day Ray actually tells me to just take the the day off. So I just kind of hang out in the village. I don't go to the pool at all. Um, just kind of try to mentally reset. Um, just hang out with the guys who were awesome through the, that whole, whole bit of turmoil. Um, and so next two days, um, you know, the coaches tell me that I'm I'm still the guy on the four medley. Uh, I was like doubting myself a little bit. And they were like, no, dude, you're, you're still like, you're still our guy. Like you're, you're going to be the anchor on that, that four medley really on the last night. And so that, that conversation helped a lot. Um, knowing that the staff still had trust in me and that they they knew that I was still capable. And so <clears throat> I was, you know, feeling, I was like, all right, got over it, you know, a day, day and a half later and swimming, swim Caleb and I are back at the, uh, back at the village. We didn't go over the session for the prelim. And so we're sitting in the room together watching and we're in, I think that I think we were in the first heat in the prelim we swim and it doesn't, doesn't go great. Um, and so we're a little bit nervous going into the second heat watching, you know, we just need to get a lane. We just, we need a lane. We need a lane. And luckily we, we get seventh. Um, and so we, we got a lane and we were like, and then we started chatting up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a big sigh of relief. Oh, all right. We're gonna, and then we, we start chatting about it and we're like, honestly, this might be like, a blessing in disguise, you know, GB is not going to be next to us. We know they're going to be, be the guys, the guys to beat. Um, and so we were like, honestly, this might be, might be best for us, um, going into it. And so we're like, sweet, where we got, we got the lane. We, we know where we're going to be. We know where, where GB is going to be. We know we're, we're not going to be, you know, butted up next to them. And so that night we kind of have a meeting with, with the four guys and, uh, and durden and Lindsay, and just kind of go go over um we go over the, the world record splits and uh, I'm, I'm sure sure people have heard this story i think it's been circulated a few times uh that you know they read us off the four splits and they were four splits slower than all four of us had had been that week already and so <clears throat> it was it was like hey we're you guys got this, you know, you don't need to be this, these superheroes, you know, we've, we've already done what we need to do. You know, you just got to replicate what you've done done already. And so, you know, we go to bed that night, get up the next morning and head to the pool and uh, the rest is kind of history. Super, super cool, cool moment, especially for me, uh, that kind of redemption swim. I definitely, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff coming at me on social media uh after the four by two and so that was
0: uh <clears throat> a nice huh get some get some some uh so you caught some hell you yeah some oh yeah there was uh and, there and, was you a read, good... and, and you read it
1: yeah i saw i saw most of it um
0: oh, man, I, I, I wish we i wish i had known this ahead of time i could have been like wait a minute Wait a minute. You could have, you could have like, did you screenshotting this? You could have read it to me in the podcast. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was some, uh,
1: there was, there was some pretty strong, strongly worded things. People, one of the DMS I got on Instagram told me that I I shouldn't come back to the US. I I said, all right, sweet. Thanks, man. Uh, After I didn't respond to anything, uh, until on the flight home, I just, uh, responded. Thanks. I'll, I'll try better next time. Oh, wow. Look at you, man.
0: I'm going to run for president. Like it's, you're just letting it roll. Yeah, off I, mean, I just, like that. I like that.
1: Yeah. And so, but anyways, so it, it felt like a bit of a, a redemption swim for me uh, to kind of be able to show people, Hey, you, you, you think, you know, who I am or what I'm about or, or you know, what you think. Yeah. Whatever you think my abilities are or whatever, but it, yeah, you don't, you don't know me. You don't know what I do, what I, what I, you know, what I've put in the, the hours I put in and, and what I, what I'm capable of. And so it was a big, a big, uh, swim for me.
0: It's, it's a, um, I liked, I don't, I said before, I like the drama of, of having a mm-hmm. moment. That's, that's, that's a failure but yeah. for you personally for, to, to, you know, watching your career, it, it, there's athletes that go to big meets. And I mean, the, you know, the bigger the meet, the more, the more stress there is mm-hmm. and they have a bad moment. And they just crumble. But when people have a bad moment and then they step back up and perform again, it says a whole lot about your character and yeah. this is a whole lot about what's going to come in your future. So the 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 gold, the 40, so you, you popped a 469 on the eighth day of the yeah. Olympic games, which yeah. is extraordinary. Can you describe just for for anybody who has doesn't have that Olympic experience experience, maybe have some NC2A experience? Um, you know, what's, how would you compare that eighth day of the Olympic games to the third day of NC two A's third day, yeah. NC you're, you're starting to feel numb. You're, 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 running on fumes. What about the eighth day of the games? How yeah, they're,
1: they're, they're definitely, uh, a bit comparable. Um, NC's is, is, a monster of a meat. There's so many swims packed into to three, three days. Um, uh, and similarly, the, the Olympics is, is eight days uh not not quite as packed of, of of swims but yeah the mental drain of of that is is quite different um especially kind of how we how we talked about the the ups and downs of of how the meat had gone and so yeah it's it's definitely uh a drainer um because then you then you know it's not even all in the pool you you go to the the dining hall and you you see Yao Ming walking around and you're like, dude, this is freaking insane. Like this is nuts. Like <laughs> stuff like that. Just like little things like that happen all the like constantly at the Olympics. And so like you said, it's just like these like dopamine hit after dopamine hit of like this crazy stuff that you're this life that you're living that you kind of feel like you're in a, a dream world. And uh it definitely definitely can take a toll on you if it let if you let it.
0: It's uh, I, I wanted to have a full unpacking through the Olympic Games. I wanted this exact moment, and, I, and I'm really thankful that you you made some time to step in. Yeah, um, sure. This you know I, I want to come back and, and check in with you post Olympics, but in, let's just let's do a teaser before we ever come back and do the pot again. But you know, it, it seems like you took a break and you were happy to take a break because of the pandemic. Hmm. Should you have taken a break after these Olympic Games? Should you have just said, "Hey, I'm done. I'm 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 taking I'm taking three six months off."
1: Yes. If I, if I had done it again, that's, that's what I would have done for sure. Um, so post Olympics, we come back. Obviously like i go to my hometown and it's like insane. I'm like from like a small town in Ohio that was super, super excited and and proud and, and, you know, had a a ton of support and so we went back home and, and did that whole thing and that was fun. And then I, you know, got to do like, Throughout the first pitch of the Reds game, and, and lead like the pregame chair at the Bengals, and all this stuff, and 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 then I go to ISL, and I live in live in a hotel again for another six weeks. And uh, while we did have like a good time in Italy, and I and we swimming was good, and, and it was like a there was some some time for for some enjoyment. Um, there wasn't many days where I I wish I would have just been in my own bed, in my own in my own house, and and relaxing a little bit. Um, because I had just been on the road for six, eight weeks for the Olympics at camp and and, and the games and then back on the road. And then that's, that's one of the reasons why I didn't go to, to the Netherlands was I just, I was so fried after that, that, that whole thing was, that had happened. And so I I just made a decision for, for myself, um, that I needed to kind of spend some time time not traveling and, and at home. And, uh, yeah, and then I wanted to, to try and be good at short course worlds, which didn't quite happen. But um, but I think part of that that is also the I didn't really take a break from swimming when I came back home. I I swam because I wanted to go to short course worlds, but I should have just taken a break and and, and not. And so uh, depending on what this summer looks like, we might have a little bit of a, a smaller extended break.
0: So shame on me we're we're in the middle of more drama it's just like you're you're you're, this you're living in interesting times (laughs) this is what happened with you personally I mean it's like I can imagine committing to a college and then I mean it turned out well But committing to a college and then be like yeah your program's been shut down then going to another college having three years and then your coach is like sorry I'm checking out and um and then a pandemic but uh but you you know you live in interesting times and we're and, and it's it's ongoing world championships is absolutely being postponed we haven't gotten official word on world from fina but everybody else is is leaking the information it's it looks as though you know i have have no idea what's going to happen this summer the world's likely could be pushed to 2023 this could be a summer where it's just like we got nationals in irvine in august and um i how do you feel about that i've got a personal feeling on it my personal feeling was I don't know. I kind of like yeah. nationals in Irvine. That sounds like a good year to me.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. It's weird. It is weird that uh that there's no no international meet um but yeah, I mean if it if that's what it is, it is what it is. Like it, there's nothing we're going to change about it. That, that's that's one of the the mindsets I took into as the as we were pr- approaching the games in 21 when there was like still like kind of like Tossed around that it might get actually fully canceled or whatever. Everybody was asking me like, "Do you think it's gonna get canceled or whatever?" I was like, "Listen, I don't get paid enough to worry about if the Olympics are gonna happen or not. (laughs) I'm, I get paid enough to train, and that's about it. (laughs) That's all I can worry about. You know, somebody else will make that decision and let me know. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of like a similar similar feeling right now. You know, I don't. It's above my pay grade to. To try and figure out what the the summer is going to look like for us, somebody else will tell me what to do, and I'll show up and, and swim as best as I can. So yeah.
0: maybe, maybe, maybe that maybe it's going to be a big meet in Irvine, and that'll be. I think, I think if if we just have a in U.S. Nationals in Irvine, yeah. And I don't know. I haven't. I you yeah. know we're no one the CEO, uh, the executive director CEO of FINA and Tim Henshaw USA Swimming they haven't told me anything, and I haven't yeah. asked them. But it's um, it, it, if nationals are the big moment this summer. I think USA Swimming will blow it up, make a big deal out of it. I think it'll yeah. be. A, I, think, I think it'll be a lot of hoopla. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and they'll do it in a in a, in a great way. Yeah, for sure. You are a speedo athlete. We we I've spent way too much time with you. I've, <laughs> I've, oh, I've been very very selfish with you. But um, so let's wind this down. You are you are Team Speedo. Tell me your make waves moment.
1: Yeah, I think one of the the kind of big defining moments in my career was that that first Worlds team um you know i was kind of similar to that freshman year at NCA was deer in the headlights um but it was on this even bigger stage with all the big names um you know i can remember just trying to to sit at as many meals as i could with nathan to just try and soak up any knowledge i could pick out that that he would just you know accidentally let slip out and i had a meal or whatever um and so that's super cool moments um you know super fond memories of that first trip and, and kind of just trying to be the sponge of information of all these veterans who, who had had been there before and and done so many things. So, so it's, it's a pretty cool moment. And
0: uh, I think it's safe to say that, and we've always counted on Nathan and we were kind of wondering who was going to fill those shoes. And, and I like that you shared this make ways moment because clearly you filled those shoes and you filled them in a great way. What's in your speedo bag. Yeah. What's your your go-to?
1: Yeah, I think my my favorite thing uh is the the Hyper League goggles. Um they're like kind of the like next gen of like the, the FS3 goggles that everybody loves so much. And so these ones are are just as good and uh I, they're so comfortable. They they have uh, such good like field of view. Um they're just like kind of the the perfect all around all around goggles
0: what's happening in the near future it, so just give us a little preview what what, what can I expect from you it sounds like you might be doing some hiking maybe take a break are, 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 are you... <laughs> no,
1: no probably not quite not quite there right now um yeah coming off of of the the tough tough uh short course worlds i have realized that i do have to train to be good at swimming and so <laughs> um and so uh, whatever pro pro swim meets happen, uh, we'll be there. And and uh, then whatever, however the summer shapes out, I'm sure we'll be at those meets as well.
0: All right, great talking to you, buddy. You Have any parting thoughts or any? Should I? Did I miss a question? Was there a question I missed that's like Mel? No, you should ask me this. Man, Everybody like should know this about me.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like we hit it all.
0: I th- I think we hit it all too. Will you come back and and give us another unpacking because I I appreciate the historical perspective from Zapple.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was good.